This is Debbie Archangelis and welcome, welcome, welcome to the first ever episode of Offbeat Life where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to follow their passions and find their purpose. I am so excited and happy to finally debut this to you because it has taken a lot of sweat, blood, and tears, and to be honest, a lot more tears than anything to get to this point. I am so honored to have as our first guest, Lee Abamante. He is one of the youngest Americans to visit every country in the world. And yes, I said every country. He left his job in Wall Street to pursue his passions and is now one of the world's most traveled people. He is an entrepreneur, multimedia travel personality, travel expert, author, and regularly appears in major networks and has been featured in the New York Times, Washington Post, Condonist Traveler, and so much more. <laughs> Haley, thank you so much for joining me today and for taking the time to speak with me. Now, can you fill in the gaps of your story and why you live an offbeat lifestyle? I apologize for my dog crying in the background, <laughs> but uh, I uh, live the way I want to live, to be honest. I found something that I really enjoy doing, and uh, I just basically came up with a way to turn it into a living, and that's essentially what, what I did. Um, I just took a hobby and uh, one of my passions. And, you know, the cool thing about travel is it crosses a lot of boundaries. So it kind of touches on a lot of different things like sports and food and wine and uh, different other things, history, current events, politics, whatever it might be that you're into. Uh, travel kind of touches on all of them and you get to experience them all firsthand when you go and see things for yourself. Was there a specific time when you finally decided I'm going to leave my life here. Uh, yeah, I just wasn't happy doing what I was doing. I mean, I was doing well. You know, I was making a lot of money, but I, I wasn't really happy doing what I was doing. And uh, uh, basically, I just kind of took inventory of my life. And I was just like, you know what? I, uh, I have some things that I want to do, uh, both travel and otherwise. And uh, so I just took it upon myself to, to go and do it. I set some goals and... Uh, I, I just accomplished them, and it worked out really well, I, better than I ever could have imagined. Did you have any hesitations? Because I know a lot of people want to do something similar, and there's a lot of setbacks and fears that they face. Did you face any of that, and how were you able to overcome it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to quit a job where you're making, you know, a lot of money uh, <laughs> with, with no, you know, and I'd worked hard to get to the point, uh, you know, I was uh, in finance, I was working on Wall Street, and I had worked hard to get to the point where I was uh, making a very good income. And, uh, you know, I had what a lot of people would say was a great job. Uh, I just wasn't really satisfied. Um, so yeah, but I was very hesitant, of course. I mean, it took a long time of thinking about quitting before I actually quit. And, uh, you know, and then you worry of a little bit about what, uh, you know, people say, like, why are you doing this? Uh, you know, what, what's your plan? Like, you know, what's your exit strategy or reentry strategy? And what are you going to say about a gap on your resume and all this stuff? And you got to also keep in mind the time frame about 10 years ago. Um, you know, now a lot of people kind of live these, uh, you know, like offbeat lifestyles, so to speak. But uh, back then it wasn't really a thing. And uh, so for me to 
you know, essentially quit a, a dream job, so to speak, that I'd been working, you know, I went to college for and, uh, you know, eventually I would go to business school and uh, to, to quit to, to do something that I loved, but I had no idea, no idea that I would be able to turn it into a, a living. That's for sure. That's incredible because that's really scary to do. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, uh, confidence is the most important thing, uh, whether it's a job, life, you know, whatever, everything, literally. I mean, if you're confident in yourself and you believe and you're a hard worker and you're smart, then you can accomplish anything in any aspect of life, I believe. Absolutely. So you are the youngest person to have traveled all of the countries in the world. What is your proudest moment so far? I know that's probably one of the tops, right? But is there anything else like specific that you're really proud of that you've done? Yeah, that whole record thing, there's a couple other people who have actually done it uh, younger than me now. So uh, I'm no longer the youngest, but, uh, you know, I was essentially the original. So uh, that was kind of cool. But um, at the same time, I mean, there's been so many moments that were, uh, you know, I guess stand out or I was very proud of, Um, uh, you know, completing all the countries was a very proud moment for me. Uh, Visiting both the North and the South Pole um, were extremely, extremely gratifying, especially because they were both very difficult to to get to and uh, we had a lot of issues and struggles with uh, with both of them so that was kind of cool um, and uh, climbing Mount Kilimanjaro I think was definitely a highlight and seeing some like really remote places that a lot of people won't go to um, places like Pitcairn Island I think that really stands out to me as uh, as a real highlight because it was just so so remote, and I just had a really cool experience both uh, with the people I stayed in, the history of the island, and the people who were on my uh, on my boat out there. That's great, and it's incredible that you're able to see all of those places, and especially the remote ones. How do you stay motivated? Because you've already done so much, and you're really young, and you've pretty much conquered a lot of the goals that you've wanted to reach. How do you keep doing more, and how do you keep yourself motivated? Uh, it's a good question and, and one I get a fair amount. And basically, it, when it's you, you don't really see it the way other people see it. So it's like you like you just said, I've accomplished a lot. And, and I, I'm well aware of what, that. I know that. And I know I've seen and done and accomplished a lot. But I believe in setting goals. So, so for me to stay motivated, I always have new goals. Like it could be uh, within the hour. It could be within the day. It could be within a month or a year or whatever. I like to set goals and I like to accomplish them because then you feel like you're working towards something and you're being rewarded. So I, I believe in setting goals. I believe in being aggressive. But at the same time, I also, as I've gotten older, have uh, been able to kind of step back and you know, kind of, kind of take it in as well. So um, while I always like to do things and I, like I said, I want to do more, um, at the same time, I, uh, I, I make a real, real effort to kind of enjoy both the moment where I'm at, who I'm with, and uh, not just like look ahead to the next thing because I feel like a lot of people don't do that. And having done and accomplished as much as I have, uh, sometimes when people ask me about something, I don't even really remember because I was so focused on the next thing. So I've made a real effort in the past three or four years really to, uh, to kind of be be present and uh, and take moments uh, as they come. That's a really great and important message to have because you really have to enjoy every moment, like you said, and 
I'm sure you learned a lot, right? For the short amount of time that you lived, obviously. Now, if you could go back to your younger self, what advice would you give to yourself when you struggled or felt doubts or was in the verge of giving up? Well, I'm not the type of person to give up, so I was never actually, I, I never give up at anything in my life, really. But, um, you know, it's just keep keep plugging and, uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to make mistakes and you're going to have failures, but it's the, the failures that motivate you for um, su- success later on because you kind of learn from and are motivated from. Um, you know, and when you're younger, especially when you're, you know, in your late teens, early 20s, and really, uh, at least as a man, up until you're like lower 30s, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're never really, you're never really sure what you're doing or what's going on. You're just kind of doing things and, um, you know, you're, you're going a mile a minute and you're, you're, you're thinking ahead. And like I said, you're looking toward the next thing. And I would tell myself, uh, to go back and enjoy, really enjoy the, the things that you're doing because, you know, things that maybe you're doing because, uh, you think you're supposed to do it. It's like on like a checklist or like a bucket list or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. Everyone has a bunch of things that they want to do. So if you're fortunate to be able to do them, don't just do it just to do it, do it and really enjoy it. And I, I feel like I've always been kind of good at that. But at the same time, when you're younger, you don't take things uh, to heart as you do as you get older. Not that I'm like so old or anything, but I mean, uh, you know, you learn lessons, especially if you go back and do things multiple times. Um, you know, the second time you can really relax and, and really take it all in because the first time, you know, you know, you don't know what the hell's going on. So, uh, so I think that's pretty good advice for people. I know it's hard, but that's what I would tell myself. That's really true. And a lot of times when you're younger, you feel like you have so much time, you know, and time is going to go by so slowly and you have enough time to do this and that. And but like you said, and we've talked about this, um, it's it's really important to just enjoy the moment. Yeah, I was just having this conversation the other day with a friend of mine. It's amazing how, like, when you're a kid, like, I mean, living in your parents' house, like, in high school and stuff like that, time goes by so slow. Like, you're like, oh, my God, am I ever going to get out of this house, this town, like, whatever. And then when you become, like, an adult and really when you go to co- at least in America, when you go to college, it goes by so fast. And then, like, you know, you hit 21 and that's, like, a goal for everyone so you can drink legally. And then after <laughs> that, it, you know, you don't really have these goals that you're, like, you know, age goals. So it just, like, goes by so fast you know and then it's it's crazy how that works it's true when when you're in your teens you look at somebody in their mid-20s and you're like oh my god that's so far from now and then I know, I know. <laughs> in your 20s you're looking at people in their 30s and you're like oh my god that's too far and then you hit those ages and you're like oh my gosh where did it all go <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden you're 35 and you realize you're closer to 40 than you are to 30 and you're like oh crap <laughs> That is so true. That's why it's it's so important to just do what you want to do with your life because time is so it goes by too fast and you're it's it's really it's true. It's a blink of an eye and then it's done. As I always say, life short, live it up. Don't don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today because you never know when you get another opportunity. Absolutely. That's that's a really good quote, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hopefully people are finally starting to listen to you. Come on now, guys. <laughs> um, if you could give someone advice, because obviously income is one of the biggest hurdles when you're trying to live a life that you want to live. 
um, what advice would you give them and how were you able to to do that for yourself? Like how were you able to afford to travel and how do you continue to create income for yourself? Well, I create income for myself in several different income streams, uh, all based off, well, not all, but most based off uh, travel, essentially. So I do uh, brand partnerships, social media, television. I do some international real estate work. I do um, uh, different partnerships with uh, different, um, I'll say, bloggers, influencers, uh, travel people. I'm about to launch a new product project I'm going to announce, I think, next week. Um, so, you know, I, I always say... Um, you know, a lot of people say uh, focus on one thing and like find your niche or whatever. I actually totally disagree with that. I say try everything and uh, and see what works. And then if it works, keep doing it. But also don't limit yourself to one income source or one way of making money, especially in the environment we're in right now where things change with technology so quickly. And uh, like you could be awesome at um, I don't know, pick like a social media. What's that social media that was six seconds that, uh, that went away? Um, <laughs> I, I, I forget what it's called, but, um, you know, people were Is Vine. It Vine? Vine yes. Yeah. And like, you know, there were people who were, you know, these Vine influencers or whatever had all these people and were making money on it and now it's gone, you know? So it's like, you, you can't just do one thing in this day and age, especially if you're an entrepreneur in the, uh, in the social media or the tech space or the blog space, um, really, because you're competing not only against other people in, in, you know, in virtual world, but also people who are like on television and write books and, and whatever it might be. So, you know, you got to do a lot of things. I always say I have my hand in a lot of things and it's so true. And I, I always tell people that they should do that. And as for, you know, uh, how kind of getting started or how to, you know, what advice to give, talk to people who are successful and see what they're doing, but also realize that, you know, what works for me might not work for you. So, you know, understand like what I do, or at least like, you know, how I do it and take kind of the positives and then relate it to you and your personality and whatever you're want to do whatever your product is or, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, um, to, to achieve your lifestyle. But, uh, you know, talk to multiple people because there's no, there's no golden arrow, you know, there's no one size fits all. It's, uh, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat, as they say. That's really true because especially now in the digital age, like you said, there's so many different outlets. Um, I I reached out to you through Instagram and then you have also Facebook and your blog and you've been on television. You are a really great marketer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks. I try. But I mean, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you reaching out to me over Instagram. But that's the other thing. It's like... Um, one of the reasons I've been successful is because I'm like a regular guy, you know, I'm like a, a real person. So the way I always look at it where, you know, I didn't know you and I've never met you, yeah. but I, you know, we, <laughs> we, we chatted the other day on Instagram and social media is just that it's being social. So it's like the reason I'm successful, I think on social media is because I'm social and because I respond to people. I mean, how many times do you write to people, you know, who are theoretically, you know, uh, you know, whatever celebrities are famous or, you know, at least, you know, maybe a D list celebrity, whatever, but you know, they're, you know, they're 
big ball in you and they like don't <laughs> respond because they're too good for that. It's annoying. Right. So like I always make an effort to, you know, respond to normal questions. I mean, I, I, you, I can't even, I should write a book about the ridiculous <laughs> stuff that I get on social media that I don't respond to or don't share. But I mean, at the same time, if it's like a regular person asking like a regular question, I mean, just respond. It doesn't take like that much effort or on, you know, at least like, like it, you know, even if you don't actually respond because, you know, six other people ask you the same question, at least you can acknowledge that the person, uh, reached out to you and like that you saw it, you know? That's the thing that's really important is that you have to be reachable and approachable for people to to like you. If they can't even say hi to you and you don't respond even by a like or a wink or a nod with an emoji, you know, yeah. you're, you're too unreachable. <laughs> so let's go back to you marketing yourself because that's one of the biggest things that people, if they want to be successful and something similar, they really need to know how to market themselves. Do you have any advice to, to somebody to kind of help them boost themselves or a few steps on how to create good marketing for for themselves or for their brand? Yeah, I mean, really the most important thing, and, and you touched on this before, is people have to like you. And, and, and that's literally the most important thing. If you're not a real person, especially with how the paradigm has shifted with marketers and influencers and YouTube and all these things that, you know, especially millennials, they don't care about celebrity endorsements. You know, they care about real people. So if you have a blog or like social media and you talk about something, they're a lot more apt to listen to you than like, I don't know, some celebrity on like, uh, you know, one of those infomercials pitching like a resort somewhere, you know what I mean? So it's so important to, to be liked and to also give quality information and realizing what your value is. And, and when I say that and a lot of people, you know, might take that the wrong way, but it's like, you got to ask yourself, why do people care what I have to say? You know, or why do people want what I'm selling? Like, and you should be selling yourself is what you should be selling. Even if you're selling a product, uh, especially if it's you who's the chief sort of marketer, you have to ask why should people listen to you? What's your credibility? What have you done to warrant being listened to? Like your grandma told you you're awesome, but like <laughs> why should other why should other people listen to you? You know what I mean? So uh, really just being liked and being self-aware and uh, focusing on that awareness is, is honestly, it's so important. Those are really great advice, Lee. Thanks for, for giving me that, giving sure. us that advice. Now, there's a lot of people that I've been talking to um, that are really struggling to find themselves. Um, and you are very self-assured. And did you ever have that moment in your life? And do you have any advice for someone who is going through that right now? Um, you know, you know, it was, people always joke, oh, I'm going to go find myself, all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, like n nobody really finds themselves. I mean, you know, like fully, you just kind of, you just become self-aware and, you know, I, I think, uh, I, like, I don't know how old you are and I don't know what, I'm assuming most of your audience is kind of millennial age and, uh, am, am I right on that? Yes, absolutely. Right. So, I mean, you know. Most people don't know they're asking their elbow until they're at least 30. And, yes, uh, that's true. <laughs> and and it's especially this day and age, and probably women around 30 and guys around 33, 35, um, you, kinda, you kind of realize, like, 
you know, the things that you were self-conscious about or whatever, whether it be looks or, you know, I don't know anything like whatever you care about or don't care about, you know, car clothes, like whatever people care about, you, you know, you might've been self-conscious or trying to overcompensate when you're younger, you just kind of stop caring, you know, and you kind of realize you accept who you are. And when you can kind of accept who you are, what you are, you know, what you're not, you know, your strengths, your shortcomings and become self-aware, that's when you can really, you know, quote unquote, as they do, as they say, find yourself. And, you know, it's, it's when you can be really honest about with yourself about who you are and what you are and what you're not and what you want, then uh, that's when you can really be successful. Um, because, other than that, I mean, if you're trying to please other people all the time, you're never going to be successful because you're going to be sweating minutia, uh, minutia, which is, you know, uh, so many people make that mistake. You know, they're like, oh, my God, what are other people going to say? What are they going to think? Remember, and if you're doing something cool, like if you're doing something successful and people start like knocking you or ripping you or like whatever, you must be doing something right because nobody nobody talks smack to somebody who's a loser. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, it, you know, the, it, they always joke like, you know, you've made it when, you know, somebody tells you to, you know, fuck yourself basically, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really true. The older you get, it's the more wiser you become. And that's extremely true because you try so many different things. You fail at so many different things and you keep going. And that's just, it's really how to find, how you find yourself. And, you know, a lot of people are so afraid of failing, but I've, I've always said this and I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with me, but that's, you know, that's how we all learn, you know, and it's just, and that's how you grow as an individual as well. It's yeah. I mean, if, if you're, if you're afraid of failing and well, everyone's, nobody likes to fail, but if you don't do something that you think you should do because you're afraid of failing, then you've already failed. Exactly. So you touched up on this, um, about, talking to successful people did you have that or do you have that do you have some sort of a mentor that you go to or friends that you go to who you know you kind of bounce ideas from um you know I I don't have a mentor or anything I mean my, you know I I always say I kind of invented my job which which I really did um you know there especially when I was coming up there was really nobody else doing it. I mean, I talked to some other bloggers and stuff like along the way to ask questions and saw what they were doing. But a lot of what they were doing is completely different than what I do. So, um, you know, I just saw that basically without getting, I'll say good advice, but a lot of people are like also weird about giving, getting, sorry, giving advice. And, and that's the other thing. It's like, if, if people who are successful don't help others, you know, just, F them. You know what I mean? It's like if you ask somebody for help and like, you know, you give them a compelling reason why they should, you know, try to help you. Most people who are successful enjoy helping other people because it makes them feel good. And it also, you know, it's, it's fun to empower uh, and help younger people because it doesn't cost anything to be nice to people. So, you know, I can think of a couple of times where I ask people for advice about stuff that I don't really know about, especially like technology and, uh, you know, uh, Google, you know, getting placement, all this stuff. And, you know, people don't want to like share their secrets. And it's like, really, man, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a big internet, you know, or it's a big world. There's uh, you know, there's success for everybody. And I always say that I want everyone to succeed and it's very true. So, um, I, I don't, actually have a mentor. Um, but I've, I, I respect certain people and certain aspects of things, but I've always kind of been 
um, kind of a do-it-yourself guy. And, you know, I have help uh, with certain things, but it's always kind of uh, trial, trial and error for me generally. But that doesn't work for everybody. But for me, it's been good. I've reached out to a lot of people who who are successful like yourself. And it's true 90% of the time they are really – you know, they really want to help out and they, they are really excited for you and they want you to succeed as well. And like you said, if they don't want to help you, you don't want to be around those people anyways. You know, right. they're not the type of crowd you want to be in. So just keep moving along and find the right people who actually want to see you succeed. So is there anything right now that you're working on that's really exciting you? Well, I uh, just came to an agreement on a new project. I'm, go uh, I'm not going to announce yet, but it'll be coming out in the next uh, week or two. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, it's a partnership with a uh, with someone, so I'm I'm excited. We're going to do some cool stuff. Um, other than that, just uh, usual stuff uh, plus a book and um, a potential television show. But um, I feel like that's like a broken record in, in <laughs> this business because, uh, you know, you're getting approached by different production companies, at least I am, almost daily. So it's uh, – but uh, I'm always working on something and always talking to people about deals. Um, and that's it. Just always trying to do new, interesting, different things and at the same time live my life, uh, you know, travel, watch sports, eat good food and hang out with my friends. <laughs> that sounds like a really great life. <laughs> doesn't suck. I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> if our listeners want to know more about you and also to find out about your new projects that are coming up and your book or maybe television <clears throat> show, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm pretty easy to find. Just, uh, you know, you can go to my website, uh, leeabamonte.com or any of social medias, just at leeabamonte, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And it's L-E-E-A-B-B-A-M-O-N-T-E, leeabamonte. Thank you so much. I'm sure we will all be looking forward to that announcement soon. Uh, thanks so much for uh, speaking with me, Lee. Yeah, very cool. Thanks a lot. Thanks for getting in touch. And uh, just shoot me a link when it's up. And thank you again. Thank you. All right. I hope you enjoyed listening to Lee. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com for killer resources and so much more. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com. Com. One of the best things about having an offbeat life is being able to travel all over the world and to do what I love. But with all of my busy schedule, it's just so hard to actually go through all of those different sites to get the best deals. Well, Skyscanner has helped me through that. If you visit offbeatflight.com, again, that's offbeatflight, F-L-I-G-H-T, Com, you can get those same amazing deals on trips and flights without the worry.